Hey guys, it's a new one for me. You know, I've done uh, podcasts before from an Epsom bath, but never from an ice bath. Um, so I might get a bit chilly. I was a bit disappointed. Someone looks they've broken the sauna. Um, I think people were throwing water on the, I don't know, do we call it a grill? Whatever heats the sauna. Um, and I can just smell that it's overburnt, maybe. Um, it stinks, so I'm going to have to go report that to the reception and hopefully they can get that fixed um so yeah no i'm in the ice bath now i'll stay in for about another i absolutely i don't actually know what time i got in i know i got in at did i get in at 305 what time's it now um i need to see what time it is to see if that would be roughly pretty accurate and um, 321 yeah i don't think i'll get in at 305 um I think I got in about 3.12, so I have about another three minutes to go, four minutes to go. Um, it's been a good day. Fuck, it's been a really good day. Um, obviously, you probably noticed a bit more positivity yesterday in that podcast that I uploaded. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. When I was being pretty negative, like, I do think I was getting that little bit of a cold. And anyone that's had a cold knows that um, it can bring on pretty negative pretty negative thoughts, pretty negative energy, um, and then obviously you start to get healthy, and it, it's fun, you know, getting healthy is pretty fun, especially when you have a marathon um, six, seven days away, so today I woke up, and yesterday, as you know, I, I went and ran with a group of guys over at the Mary Peters track, and it, it was just a little bit easier than I would normally do on a Sunday the week before a marathon, usually I would do like 15 miles. And I might average like 6 to 6.30, um, which for me is a very, very conservative run. You're looking at a pulse rate around 135 to 140. Um, and, you know, I run a marathon at like 165 to 170. So uh, 6 to 6.30 doesn't bother me at all. Um, I think my average heart rate for the run yesterday was 125. 125 average then. It, I know it was only 12 miles, so I had rested Saturday and then an easy run Sunday. It just opened the door to do my, I, I was always going to do a little bit of lab testing. I had put it, I sort of had moved it back last week to this week so that it, I could kind of know for a fact that I was healthy. Um, and I wanted to do that because the numbers were important to me from a, like a confidence standpoint, but they were also important for like Athletics Northern Ireland and Athletics Ireland, um, who play a big role in my running now. And you know, support me and the reason I'm standing in an ice bath for free and the reason I get physio for free and the reason my lab test this morning was free was because of that support. Um, and so, like, I, I, I appreciate that there's – if you guys finish a marathon and three weeks later you want to run another one, that's completely up to yourself. Um, unfortunately, the position I'm in, if I finish a marathon that for four months – I've been gearing towards it. Athletics Northern Ireland have been on board. Athletics Ireland have been on board. Um, there's been funding geared towards it and things like this. When I then turn around and say, hey, you know, I think I'm recovered and I want to go again, there's there's certain avenues that I need to go down. One was catching up with the gym coach, and he needed to basically it's, – it's as if, like, you're – you're going for medical checkups, but with all different kinds of people. So you see the gym coach, he gives his two cents. You know, you go see the physio, the physio tells you what he thinks is going on. He thinks if he, if he thinks your body's in a good place. And then the final check for me was the physiologist. And 
I always say that the numbers don't lie. And when I was struggling back in March and April, it was the worst physiology test I'd ever done. Um, definitely the worst in about two years. And, you know, we were questioning the equipment. You know, we, we actually brought out two different lactometers because we thought, why is the lactate so high at speeds that I'm normally so comfortable at? Um, and then, look, what I was doing outside, hold on. The training outside was showing me that because, remember, I told you guys, you know, I was struggling on the track at three minutes per K. Um, so you don't expect the numbers to be good when you're struggling outside. But basically, I science doesn't really lie. Um, it doesn't tell the whole story. And some people can defy the odds and shit like this. But it gives you a pretty good understanding of where you're at. Um, and in 2018, just before I ran London Marathon, you know, we had done quite a lot of tests in the whole build-up. So maybe like from about eight weeks out, I must have came in the lab every two weeks and done different sort of tests. So one test might have been eight by a mile. The next test might have been three times two mile. The next test might have been four times two and a half mile, et cetera, et cetera. We, we plotted ever since the half marathon that I struggled at at World Half. We, we had like a test before that. And then what sort of happened is we, we mapped out a training plan for the next like eight to 10 weeks. And, and we sort of like every two weeks kept an eye on are things improving? Why are things not improving? What helped things improve, et cetera, et cetera. And it was really cool because pretty much I think like 10 days before London um we did eight by a mile on the treadmill at a speed that we had we had sort of like predicted based on other data training outside heart rate etc etc so we, we pretty much had a rough idea of the kind of speed that I might be able to handle in London and um, now we didn't take heat into consideration but that speed basically came out at something like to 214.30 to 216.30, let's say. It was 18.5 kilometers an hour to 19 kilometers an hour, which I think is roughly 506 per mile to like 513 maybe, um, something like that. But you're, but you're in a lab and there's no wind and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, it, it became very accurate because um, I, I averaged about – four or five beats heart rate higher than we thought I would, but that was probably the heat. Um, and then in terms of like speed, well, I ran 215.55. Um, so, and again, that was probably because of the heat. So it certainly wasn't that sort of temperature in the lab, um, which would suggest that on the roads of London, because it was like direct sun and hotter than everybody expected, well, you know, I probably would have been at the slower end of the range. Um, and basically, we had plotted a graph around, I think the lactate was like 1.3 at 18.5. And then it was like 1.7 at 19 kilometers an hour. And I don't know a lot about physiology, but I'm pretty sure if you're fairly well trained, um, which I am, then you can run around 1.5 to 1.8 millimoles, something like that. But everybody's different, and I'm pretty sure other people can do it at two. I'm pretty sure some people can only do it at like 1.2. I 
I think a lot depends on how you train. I think a lot depends on how well you've trained, etc., etc. Um, so anyway, testing this morning. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Um, I know I'm very transparent, but um, I'll I'll talk more specifics when the race is over in the analysis. Um, but this is something that I'm just going to hold close to my chest. Um, I don't want to. I it. it it suggests I'm in a good fucking place. That's all I'm going to say. Um, it suggests that all the training for Doha was not wasted. It suggests that um, it's pretty clear that I'm healthy. And it's pretty clear that I'm fit. Um, just a second. I'm going to put my hoodie on. It, it's, it's a good place to be. That's that's about as much as I can tell you. And it's, it's um, before in April... When in April we we got a different lactometer because we thought the current one might be like putting my results too high, which would explain why like my lactate was over two at speeds that it should not be. And today I almost joked that should we get a different lactometer because they were so low. Um, and so there you go. Um, but look, it's a it's a it's a really fucking nice place to be six seven days before. It's not for everybody. Not everybody would want that sort of data six, seven days before. Um, I believe in science. I believe in numbers, heart rate, lactate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it didn't affect me in London. And we had predicted a heart rate that I should be able to maintain for 26 miles. Um, I think we must have said like 165, for example. Um I was at 170 around mile six Um, didn't bother me. Um, I knew it was the heat and I just I remember just thinking, fuck it. Um, it is what it is. It's 170 already. You're just going to have to deal with it. Um, I'm going to start shivering. So forgive my um, voice for chattering a little bit. But I, I wasn't going to have an ice bath today. And then I decided that I care about Dublin and I'd like to recover as quickly as possible from that little session that I did this morning. Um, and because it's getting so close to Dublin, like there's an argument that having an ice bath straight after a session like means that you don't absorb the session. That kind of sounds stupid, but it's something to do with like neural, neural, neuromuscular adaptations or some kind of adaptations and Apparently, ice baths slow that adaptation down or, like, inhibit it. Um, but given that I'm not going to get any sort of physiological response from this morning in six days' time, I don't really need it. <laughs> that's, what I'll, that's what I'll say. Um, so it doesn't really matter that I don't absorb today because I was never going to and I don't need to. Um, so there you go. Um, I can tell you right now that Dublin's happening. Um, you know, it was, I, I also explained over the last 10 days why it may or may not happen, what might need to happen or what could happen, which would, which would stop it happening, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think I've passed all the little tests. Um, hopefully in the next um, couple of days, like I stay healthy and I think I'm directly in control of that. Things like, um, what's that? Um, sorry, one second. I'm, um, someone sent me a picture of a check. Um, did I sign that? 
Let me pause. Let me pause you guys. Sorry. Um, it's a check. Sorry about that, everybody. It ended up being a just a check from um, Houston Marathon, believe it or not, earlier in the year. Um, I think Hass had paid me in advance or something like that. Um, will be needed money over Christmas. I I really can't remember. Um, but it was a check written to me that I think I was going to pass over to him. Um, and it just confused me. So, <coughs> yeah. No, um, I actually just went for a coffee. And then podcast allows you, well, voice recorder on iTunes allows you to pause and resume or whatever. So now I'm dandering to the car. Um, I'm going to head home. I don't think of anything else to do today, but I can be a little bit forgetful. Um, I'm not going to double. Um, sometimes I would. Like, I... I think with tapering, you definitely taper things back for physical reasons to allow your muscles to freshen up a bit, psychological reasons just to take a box that says, you know, I am recovering a bit more. And, um, but I don't think you should taper too much. Um, and so I'll still make sure that once or twice this week, I still get out for a double lung. Um, it's kind of a routine thing. It's what the body's been used to for a longish period of time. Um, but yeah. Another interesting... Sorry, I'm sniffing. That's pretty disgusting. You all have to listen to that. Um, another really... <laughs> quite an interesting thing to me. Um, I'm a bit bad and guilty of like, you know, I think I've called it salad season in the past. And, you know, being pretty aggressive with like trying to lose weight um it blows my mind that i spent a week in north carolina like on purpose eating fried food it was absolutely delicious don't get me wrong i spent a week in north carolina eating fried shrimp fried flounder fried absolutely everything you could possibly imagine um and then at the end of that week so after Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, eating everything fried that I could possibly imagine. I go to the road loop in Camp Verde, and I smash a really good session. Um, and then at the weekend, instead of like going out partying and stuff, and um, I decided to like, I don't know, call it like um, treat myself. Um, just a second. Are they coming? Half says Japanese people are going to Flagstaff training for Houston half. Um, yeah, call it like treat myself. You know, I I, I really enjoy the social scene in Belfast. Um, I love that it's quite small. I love that everybody kind of knows each other. And you know, it's it. Obviously, I didn't go partying at the weekend. I think I already told you guys that when I was making my salad. But I have this big Chinese on Saturday, and you're talking. I think it was special salted chili. So I had like salted chili beef, salted chili chicken, salted chili shrimp. Um, and then I had a portion of chips and a portion of curry sauce and a chicken fried rice. Now, I didn't eat it all, but I had parts of all of it. And my plate was fucking stacked, but it was delicious. Anyway, that was Saturday. And then after I ate it, I decided I wanted to go to the shop for a can of Coke and a packet of midget jams. And I came back with a sh- from the shop with a big whole nut bar, a packet of midget jams, and 
a packet of Haribo cola bottles. Um, and again, I didn't eat all this. I had a bottle of sparkling water, bottle of flavored sparkling water instead of Coke. I ate the midget gems and I ate a couple of bars of the whole nut bar. Um, but I must have had a food baby for bloody hell. It must have been about three hours after and I still could barely roll over in bed. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Um, now, it just goes against everything that I'm usually about. Um, usually, you know, pre-marathon, I'm salad season and all this sort of bullshit. Um, Sunday, I ate the rest of my Chinese, the leftovers after the long run. And then last night, I had my salad and then I had the bag of Haribo cola bottles. Now, the point I'm trying to make here is I've just gone into the lab this morning. I was supposed to go in tomorrow but remember i told you you know um yesterday ended up pretty easy far easier than what it normally would be on a sunday and so i decided to just go ahead and get it done um people are racing me in their golf golf tdi and um, yeah i decided to just go get it done um and i'm obviously glad i did now the point i'm trying to make is explain that to me explain how today is the best test i've ever done in the lab and the session I did around Camp Verde that Saturday morning after a week of fried fucking chicken, shrimp, flounder, whatever they had going. Um, I, 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 can't, I can't understand it because I have this um, mentality drilled into me that, you know, like lighter is better. And, and like, you know, before a test like I did today, I would normally like cut, it, cut back a little bit. And I kind of want to be like a lower weight. And there's nothing wrong with my weight today. I think I was 68 and a half kilograms. Um, but ordinarily, I would have like cut back maybe like a day or two before the test. I certainly wouldn't have been smashing a salted chili chicken curry and chicken fried rice and chips. Um, but maybe there's something to it, you know. And I, I really have to believe that. I had that Chinese Saturday night. But I was in bed at half nine. In fact, I was in bed at eight o'clock because um, I, I had it pretty much in the living room. And then I went into my bedroom to watch a movie and stuff. So, like, there's still a level of professionalism, still good night's sleep, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I like it doesn't make sense to me, though. Like, you know, that's a that's a PB test today. Best test I've ever done in the lab and um, better than before Houston, better than before London. It's fun. Um, the session I did at Camp Verde that day, best, best probably session I've ever done around Camp Verde. Um, and both come at a time of different food. Um, when I was eating the Chinese, a part of me before I went to collect it felt a bit guilty. And a part of me thought, you know, maybe I should just bloody get in bed and go to sleep and don't eat. Um, and then I sort of thought, like, why are you trying to be let's say like an African or an Ethiopian when you're not, you know, I'm not an African. I'm not an Ethiopian. I'm neither. Um, I'm, I'm from Belfast and I'm Stephen. So if I fucking like the hammer of Chinese into me on a Saturday night and I like fried shrimp and I like eat the fucking thing, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, if, if losing weight was going to help me, I'd need to lose about 30 pounds. I weigh, 150 pounds and i'm racing against elite 
African guys that weigh 120. So if losing weight was going to help me, like I just said, I'd need to lose about 30 pounds. It's physically impossible. So I think instead of trying to be like something you can't be, you might as well enjoy the advantage of eating the fucking Chinese and being happy about it because it's great. So maybe that happiness is worth more than the, I don't know, over a year, if you're pounding a Chinese every Saturday, I don't know, what are you going to be, two or three pounds heavier? I have absolutely no idea. I'm not going to start thinking about the mads. Just run a bit more anyway and burn it off. Um, but do you see where I'm kind of going with that? Like, And that's exactly what I thought. You know, I just thought, stop, stop trying to be like something you're never going to be. And we're all guilty of it. You know, we're all trying to lose weight. We all think that if we're a bit lighter, we're going to be better and bullshit like this. And I think it is bullshit because I pounded a Chinese and I pounded fried food all week. And I trained like a, geez, I almost cried. Some dickhead stopped just for absolutely no reason. What an absolute arsehole. Um, yeah, about five people nearly crashed there. But there you go. Um, I, I, there's not much else I can say about that. Um, I don't think there's an explanation. Um, yeah. Eat. It's so hard for me to even say it. Like, because I am so... I am so drawn to, like, lighter's better. And, you know, you see these athletes on TV and they're super skinny and really low body fats. And um, it's very easy to be drawn into that world of trying to be as light as you possibly can. And um, most of the time, things that taste good. Um, you know, I don't really like mushrooms. But if you deep fat fry a mushroom in <laughs> batter... I love battered mushrooms, <laughs> and actually, I probably just like the batter and the friedness, but um, yeah, most of the time, things that taste good do not help or contribute to losing weight or having a low body fat and things like this, but I can tell you that something that does contribute to running well is being fairly happy with your life, um, and maybe that's the answer, you know? Maybe you do that really good session in Camp Verde because you've just had a really fun week in North Carolina and it didn't matter what you did all week. Um, maybe the reason this morning's test goes so good is because I've worked my fucking ass off for four months. And the fact that all week I've been able to spend time with my family and my really close friends over here in Belfast, maybe I've topped up those side of things too. And maybe you fucking crushed that test this morning. Fuck all to do with the Chinese that you had on a Saturday. Maybe nothing was going to derail that test this morning because you're just in a good place. You've worked your ass off for months and all of a sudden, you know, you've brought your happiness up a few notches and you go into that test nice and relaxed after your pig Chinese on Saturday with not huge expectations and you just nail it because that's the way it goes. Um, very hard to analyze, but I definitely thought I could tell you that and wanted to tell you that because I, I wanted you to know that I'm, I'm not some fucking god that, you know, sits and dumps like a salad in them on Saturday and Sunday. Like, absolutely not. My, the, the plate of Chinese that I had on Saturday night was appalling. It was huge. And then I went up for a bit more. Um, and, you know, I finished my lab test today. And this is the third time over the last eight days 
that have gone into Clements, had a coffee, a large sausage roll heated up and a cheese and ham toaster. You know, I'm not, I'm not a saint and I don't feel guilty for it. And I don't care what anybody says. I wouldn't be better. You know, I wouldn't be better if like I didn't have the sausage roll or if I didn't have the Chinese. I have it because I fucking like it and it tastes good. Um, but it doesn't stop me going and having an ice bath. It doesn't stop me going and catching up with a physio. It doesn't stop me going and seeing the nutritionist and the psychologist. You know, I had a chocolate milk after the session for recovery. There's, there's always going to be elements of professionalism. And most of my existence is a very professional existence. But it doesn't mean that there's not a sausage roll or a Chinese or things that I just like squeezed in there, you know. And you don't judge your Saturday night on the fact that you had a Chinese. If I look at my Saturday night as a whole, you know, on a Saturday night and I'm in bed at eight o'clock, you know, it's a it's a pretty professional setup moving into the long run on the Sunday. And I think what we're guilty of is forgetting the fact that you were in bed at eight o'clock or forgetting the fact that you had a hydration tablet before bed or whatever you did. And you focus on the guilt of, oh, my God, I. I ate that Chinese and I mustn't care about my result at Dublin next week, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's just not the case at all. Um, you know, you need, you need to be human too. And, and, and humans enjoy fucking Chinese food. <laughs> um, but that's all I'm going to say about Chinese. And, but, I, but I thought I would tell you that. And if I run shit next week, I'm just going to blame that Chinese and the sausage roll. Just kidding. Um, I won't run shit anyway. I'm in a... I'm in a very, very good place for it. Um, but look, guys, have a good one and take it easy all week. Start to, start to be very, very sensible about what you're doing and very, very careful with what you're doing. Take care now. Bye-bye.